You are listening to Your Word on the Way. We trust the Word of God to encourage you, comfort you, and even challenge you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and podcast. Thanks again for joining us for Your Word on the Way. So the two sisters said, 
I hope so. <laughs> Uh-huh. Your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus's sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God, so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved, so although Jesus loved, listen to it. Although Jesus loved. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. I want you to hear this, because this is as Jesus was walking here on this earth. Uh Although he loved, although he loved, although he loved, sometimes when there's a delay to our answer in prayer, we start to question the heart of God. Mm -hmm. We start to question, does God even care about does God even know that I exist? Because there is a there it's as if the pause button was hit on this answer to my prayer. And so does God even care? And I want you to see that here is Jesus, and this text is written about him. It says, although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for two days. I'm sorry, but if somebody said, hey, Nicole, you're That's not the end. When you see that there's been a pause on the answer to your prayer, it is a pause. It's not the end. Everybody say this, that's not the end. That's not the end. If your prayer is not yet answered, that means it's not yet the end. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So finally, all right. Finally, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But as the disciples objected, Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? There's some discourse about that. Um, and then Jesus says, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I'm going to go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he'll get, he'll get better. Verse 13, they thought Jesus meant Lazarus was still sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So that's quite a way to break it to your friends that... Healed, 
Yeah. He's not someone who's there and just like, oh, that happened, I see. No. You shouldn't have eaten the, the rotten swan. <laughs> oh, I see. What is You shouldn't have drank the rotten milk. That's more of my experience. I do that all the time. You shouldn't have eaten your meat rare. That's a problem. 
a problem. You ain't gonna get nowhere in life with that. So here's the problem. The boy is making fun of Abraham's other son, and the wife, uh, the, the side girl, is giving problems to the wife, and the wife is mad, mad. And the wife says to the husband, you're gonna kick these people out, and the husband does that very thing. Everybody say nobody wins. Nobody wins. When you're in a situation like that, nobody wins. And so here is Hagar, she's the side woman with the son. And so this is, listen, this is the, this is like the problem. This is the child that was born out of a sin, disobedience. This was the son that was born out of a problem. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that. Some of you guys were born out of being a problem. You were the problem. No, no, don't say that was you. I'm saying that's what the world says. Maybe you were born out of unfair. Maybe you were born and you weren't expected. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter what the world, what label the world puts on you about how you came into this earth. God still cares. Yeah. You're still his kid. Yeah. He still has a purpose for you. He still has a plan for you. And regardless of what you think about yourself, regardless of what somebody has said about you, the Word of God says, shows us here that this son who was born out of disobedience to God, God still cared about. Everybody said that's good news. That's good news. So we're in Genesis chapter 21. Abraham, the husband, he sends this woman off and the kid because the, the kid and woman are causing problems. Everybody say problems. Problems. This is 
Yeah. It doesn't matter if people think about you that you're the problem. Maybe it's not your parents. Maybe it's not your family. Maybe it's people, teachers at school. Maybe it's people who just have it out for you. And you just have this feeling that, man, I'm the problem. And that boy could very well have thought, I'm the problem, and not only am I going to die, but my mom's going to die too. Here's the boy who he was making fun of with his half-brother or whatever. And that's why they got kicked out. He was a problem. And yet still God sees him and cares about him and does something about it. When God cares about you, he does something about it. Amen? Amen. I'll give you one more story before I move on to uh, the next point. I mean, I'll try to give you one more story. I can't remember where it is. Um, it's Matthew 9. that you have in your life. 
He doesn't, he not only cares about the small things to the big things, but he can actually do something about it. It only matters if somebody can do something about it. I want you to turn to Psalm 139 real quick. I'm going to show you some of the things, Psalms, Psalm 139. I'm going to show you some of the things that God cares about. It suddenly became like 109 degrees in here. I don't know what happened. Are you guys hot? No. Yeah. I'm cold. I wore a sweater. I just got cold. You just got cold? You didn't? You just put on a sweater. Psalm 139. Let me tell you, let me show you what God cares about in your life. Oh Lord, you have examined, examined my heart. You know everything about me. This one gets me. You know when I sit down or stand up. Like that's a pretty little of a thing. Mm-hmm. Do you even know how many times you stood up today? Do you know how many times you sat down? I don't I don't even care when I sat down or when I stood up. Like I really could care less. Um, and here, David is saying, you care. You, you see it. You see when I sit down, when I rise up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel. You know when I rest at home. When you guys are doing nothing and, you know, mindlessly scrolling through your phones. You know, everything that I do, you know what I'm going to say. Even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Does that sound like God cares? Say yes. yes. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the grave, you're there. If I ride on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. You know when you like go away from people? You know there's people like that you text? And like if you don't text them, they'll never text you. You know those people? Like if you message, if you don't ever message them, they'll never message you. So it's almost like if you leave them, it's like you're nothing. But here David is saying, it doesn't matter how far I go from you, you're still thinking about me. You're still with me. And even in the darkness, uh, I can't hide from you. To you, night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. Listen to this. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Does that sound like God cares about you? It says every moment. That's like almost stalker. I mean, it would be stalker, except for he's good, right? (laughs) Every moment, he knows it all. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God? 
They cannot even be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. That's incredible that God cares about us like that. Isn't it? And I want to tell you something else. That God cares about you so much that he took care of those little small things. But he also took care of the biggest thing. And the biggest thing is your relationship with him. Like we know from the word of God that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You can tell um, by that, by the Holy Spirit, he's put the Holy Spirit inside of you. There are things that we do that make us feel bad when we do them. And that's actually the witness of the Holy Spirit. That's the law of God that's written on our hearts that shows us, oh, I'm doing something wrong. And God gave us this word of God so we could know even when that doesn't always work, sometimes we get used to doing the bad things, so we stop feeling bad about things. But he gave us our words, or his word, so we can understand when we're doing things that we shouldn't do. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not lie. Um, you should honor your parents, your mother, your father. There's all these commands that we need to follow, and the Bible says, that if we've fallen in just one of them, it's like as if we've broken them all. It doesn't matter. All it takes is breaking one of God's commandments and we've fallen short of the glory of God. His standard is, is perfection. And we didn't reach it. Right? Like, none of us in this room are perfect. Um, we've sinned. We've fallen short of the glory of God. And the amazing thing is John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. What do we need to believe about Jesus? Well, I believe it's in Colossians, the Bible says that our criminal charges against us, so the fact that we did something wrong, it was nailed to the cross through Jesus. Those criminal charges, Jesus took them for you when he was punished on the cross. And what you need to do is believe that Jesus came to forgive you of your sins, and also that God raised him from the dead and he's alive right now to give you power over your sins. Jesus came and he walked here on this earth and he said, repent. That means turn away from the way that you were living. He didn't say, I want you to say sorry. Sorry doesn't mean repent. Repent means turn away from the way that you're living. Mm. And Jesus said, pick up your cross and follow me. Follow me. Sorry is not what Jesus asked from you. He didn't ask for a sorry. He didn't ask for you to cry and feel bad. What he said was repent. He said repent. He didn't say I want you to feel bad. He didn't say I want you to say sorry. He said I want you to repent. For the kingdom of heaven is near. That is the only way to the Father. Is to believe in Jesus Christ. To turn from your sins and to follow Jesus. Some of us have made decisions, yeah, I want forgiveness of my sins, but you may be in this place and say, I, I want forgiveness of my sins, but I've never turned away from my sins. And I want, I want to share with you from the word of God, that is how you're saved, is you repent. You call on the name of the Lord, and you turn away from the way that you were living. And God cares about you so much that he sent his son to fix your mistake. Isn't that amazing? That was the good news. Good news. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. I messed up. I sinned. 
And God loves me so much that he did something about it. You know, I'm, I'm not enough like God. I'm, I'm getting better. You know, I'm, I'm growing even more into his likeness every day. But when my kids do something they shouldn't have done, <laughs> and y'all know that sometimes you do things that you shouldn't have done. Um, when my kids do something they shouldn't have done, I go, I told you you shouldn't take that out of the fridge, and now you clean it up. Right? Do any of your parents ever do that to you? Mm-hmm. I told you you shouldn't have. Now you fix it. No, I'm the only bad mom. Um, so I tell them you you messed it up you cleaned it up I told you not to bring that favorite toy to your friend's house and now you lost it too bad right that's not how God is with us he doesn't say well you sinned now you gotta help I have nothing to say to you what he said was you sinned here's the lamb who was slain before the, the foundations of the earth I'm gonna give my son Jesus Christ on your behalf Amen. And you have a decision to make. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Amen. And close your eyes and bow your heads. If you're here tonight, you would say, I know that I have sinned against God, and I have not made a decision yet to turn away from my sins. Or maybe you thought about turning away from your sins, but you never did it. I want to give you an opportunity tonight. The Spirit of God is speaking to you and giving you another chance. You don't know if you'll have a chance beyond tonight that if you have sinned against God and you know that you need to get right with God and you haven't turned away from your sins, if that's you and you would say, I know that I've sinned against God, go ahead and close your eyes and bow your heads. I know I've sinned. I know I fall short of God's glory. And I want to make a decision tonight to turn away from my sins and follow Jesus. If that's you, go ahead and lift your hand right where you're at. There's several hands, so don't be shy. All of you who have your hands raised, I want you to come forward right here. And I'm going to pray for you. Come on forward. Yeah, come on forward. Anybody else you would say, I know I need to repent. I need to turn away from my sins. I need to stop living how I was living. Anybody else that you would say, how about this? You know you've made a decision to follow God, but there's something that you have continually kept doing that you know that God has been speaking to you to turn around from. If that's you tonight, you want to recommit your life to Jesus, go ahead and come on forward. Anybody else? I'm going to give you just one more moment. All right. For those of you guys who are up here, go ahead and lift your hands to heaven. I'm going to give you a prayer to pray, but you can pray it from your heart and me. Go ahead and close your eyes and repeat this after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit that I will live for you all the days of my life. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that you died for me and that you raised up from the dead three days later and you're alive right now. Give me power over sin. That I will live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and keep your hands lifted. I'm going to pray for you real quick.